In today's episode, we're speaking to Victoria Gallagher. She is a worldwide leader in hypnotherapy, a best-selling author, international speaker, life success coach, and renowned authority on the law of attraction. She has dedicated her life to empowering people all over the world to successfully live a life of liberty aligned with their dreams through her effective meditative recordings and online courses. Let's speak to Victoria and find out how she changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we have the amazing, the gorgeous, the wonderful Victoria Gallagher. Welcome, Victoria. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you. I love your painting behind you. All those are my favorite vibrant colors. Thank you so much. <laughs> Most people do. And I love, the, I love the vibrant colors as well. They're my brand colors as well. So they work well Ooh. with my book next to it. So thank you so love much it. for joining us, Victoria. It's such a pleasure talking to you. And thank you for having me as a guest on your podcast. And now, you know, we're doing the other way around and you're being a guest for me. So thank you so much. Yes, yes, it's my pleasure. And it was so great to have you. You were just a rock star in our podcast and gave so much value. So I'm excited to do the same. Thank you so much. And I'm sure you are. I mean, from as you guys have heard from the intro, Victoria is an amazing kick-ass lady. And I'm excited to get to know your story. So, Victoria, tell us, I know you've got all these um, accomplishments and you've done so fantastically well. You're such an amazing lady. But where did it all start from you? How did you get here? I mean, you didn't want one day get up and think, okay, this is my career choice. How, what led you down the path? And, how, you know, what made you do what you do? Actually, before that. So we, we have the intro, but I want you to tell everybody in your own words what it is that you do. Yeah. Okay. So what I do, I am, I call myself the law of attraction hypnotist. And basically I have mashed together the teachings of law of attraction, manifesting all of that good stuff with the technique of uh, hypnosis and visualization. Mm -hmm. I've been a hypnotist for the last um, over 22 years. Wow. So what was your journey and what led you to the law of attraction in the first place? So it all started off. I was, um, you know, in a career that I worked really hard to, to get to, I was a, a financial consultant oh. and <laughs> something that, you know, I mean, you, you definitely have to have some intention, uh, to, to become that, uh, mm -hmm. pass all kinds of <laughs> exams, series seven, you name it. And, yeah. um, and then on top of that, you know, to make money in it, uh, you really have to, uh, set yourself up with, uh, you know, lots of self-confidence, lots of motivation, lots mm -hmm. of determination, you know, to make those, uh, calls every day. And, you know, so it was definitely something that, I really, really, really felt passionate about for a while. And then uh, fast forward to about eight years into that. And I just kind of 
woke up one day and I was just having an anxiety attack and I was just feeling super stressed out and I didn't want to, I just didn't want to do it anymore. Mm. And I just, and there wasn't anything inherently wrong with the career that I was in. I just lost all my drive, lost all my passion for it. And so I started it kind that kind of set me on this journey to figure out what it was that I wanted to do. So I started taking some personal development courses and, you know, and I had um, always been pretty well read. Uh, It started off with, and we had to read Think and Grow Rich as uh, part of our training curriculum. Really? Wow. That's interesting. It was it was literally, they had a list of all these, I don't know if it was required or recommended, but it was mm. definitely on a list that I received of different things to read. And so I read about Think and Grow Rich for the first time when I was going through my stockbroker training. And, you know, so I think um, even before that, I had heard about the law of attraction and mm. a previous uh, self-help book. And, you know, so it was always like there, there was always like a little mild curiosity about it. Mm. But once I started going through the uh, personal development seminar, uh, we did some really interesting things in that class where there, it was just left no doubt in my mind that uh, you know, whatever you think about, you can create whatever mm-hmm. you think about, you can bring about. And so much of the the class that I took, I don't know if you're familiar with Bob Proctor. But, I am. I um, am. Yeah. Bob Proctor is a big uh, advocate of the seminar, the size seminars that I, that I went through. And, you know, so I just gobbled up. I did everything that, that they you know, that, that they had available uh, all the way from the advanced to the women's training to the 90 day coaching program. And, mm-hmm. and I just really became very involved in that work. And I just knew that somehow or another, like I needed to, that needed to be part of my new career path. And as part of that training, we, uh, there was this, uh, this, this long 10 day, uh, seminar training and two of those days was done as a solo where you're just kind of out by yourself. And, and I kept hearing to myself, I kept hearing, uh, something to the effect of making these, uh, hypnosis or meditation recordings. I just kept hearing it over and over Mm. again. I couldn't could not get it out of my mind. And so talk about just having like a a waking up to your purpose. And like, it wasn't even anything that I really had to, to think about, like, it just came to me. And, uh, and even, you know, Bob Proctor was there at uh, one of the more advanced uh, seminars called uh, Principia. And he even like validated my (laughs) (laughs) my idea, you know, so he was there and I I told everybody, I'm going to have 500 hypnosis recordings and everybody was in in that environment was cheering me on. Well, you know, other people in my Mm. own personal world were not quite as they didn't Mm. really understand this whole thing. They didn't understand that you could really create whatever you want, you know, as everybody else was a little bit more like play it safe and, Mm. you know, and so fast forward to about a year and a half after that, I decided to go ahead and create a website, start making my first recordings. And my boss, where is a stockbroker, caught wind of what I was doing. Mm. And he gave me an ultimatum. And Ooh. he told me that it was a conflict of interest to have this other 
thing on the side. You know, these days I think that would have been okay. But back then, I mean, the internet was new and Mm. uh, there's just a lot of regulations when it comes to the financial services industry in the first place. And for whatever reason, he just you know, and I'm glad that he did. Mm-hmm. He told me that it was a conflict of interest and he, you know, said that you have to make a decision. And here I was, I mean, like just literally a couple of months into my new <laughs> project with, uh, you know, rents that uh, uh, a um, contract on a place that I had rented contracts on yellow pages, ads contracts on all these other ads. And I was committed. Like mm-hmm. I was in, and there wasn't any turning back. I was going to owe that money regardless of what decision I made. And so, um, I didn't have any money coming in. I de- I definitely had a lot going out mm-hmm. and with all that going on, I left a six figure a year job and just decided, all right, I'm just going to trust, have faith that all things are going to work out, do what you love and the money will follow and Mm -hmm. all of that. And well, I did what I love. The money didn't follow initially. (laughs) It doesn't actually initially. It it takes its time. Yeah. And I, you know, I found myself really digging into my uh, retirement savings. And before you knew it, that was had pretty much run Mm -hmm. out. And before you knew it, I'm borrowing money from people and my, in my family and Mm -hmm. my friends. And I just had this whole nervous breakdown one day. I'm like, what am I doing? Why isn't this working? (laughs) Like, I believe in this stuff. I believe, I believe, I believe, but what, for whatever reason, it's just not happening for me. Mm. And I kind of realized that what happened was I, I had gone into like a little bit of a fight or flight mode. Um, where, and I was, you know, when you're in that mode, your vibration is not in a good place. It's not high, it's low. And, Mm -hmm. and I also kind of had these little conspiracy theories that something out there was blocking my success. And I, Mm. and, and it wasn't me. And, you know, until you really take ownership and responsibility that you're creating your reality, And then that's when the doors will actually start to open up for you. And that's exactly what happened for me. It was like this eye opening, awakening moment one day where I also just kind of realized, you know, I'm no longer even training my mind for success. All I'm doing is complaining about why it's not working. I'm not meditating. I'm not eating right. I'm not exercising. I'm not doing anything except for trying, 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 trying hard and not succeeding. Mm. And so when I had that like moment, that epiphany, like, uh, hello, maybe it's time to actually do all that stuff that I'm telling everybody else that they should Mm. be doing in my wonderful hypnosis meditations. Maybe I should actually pop one of these in and listen myself. And so Mm. once I started doing that, it was like, boom, everything shifted and because mm-hmm. I raised my vibration and I started receiving intuitive guidance. And within a couple of months, I became profitable. And that was back in, you know, I started my business in 99 and wow. by about 2000, you know, that's when I, I, I finally broke even and then finally became profitable from there. And the rest is kind of history. Mm. I mean, what kind of looking back in hindsight now, now I, I can imagine there's plenty of people out there, especially with our audience, because we we 
we have a lot of people who are in the corporate sector who are the, who have either transitioned over into entrepreneurship or those who want to be, and they're all six-figure earners at the moment, either six or multiple six-figure earners. Mm-hmm. And they have this desire that they came the same sort of feeling that you had that this is not what I want to do. I mean, I may have spent six, seven years training for it and you know, all the all the experience I have, but people when they hit their mid-30s, late 30s, or even 40s, or sometimes early 50s. It's it's when the awareness dawns on them, this is not what I want to do, not anymore. They may have had a passion for it before, but they don't want to do it. And I, I remember, you know, I've never, in hindsight, never looked like, I never liked law. I just didn't like law. The only reason why I did it was because it paid a lot of money. I'd say, oh, I'm making lots of money from it. That's the only that's the only reason why I did law. And even though maybe my personality was suited to it. But there are, you know, people come to the realization sooner or later. And I'm sure if I was still working, I would be having that realization at some point that I don't like law at all and I just have to leave. But how do you get the courage to leave your six-figure job employment that you've known, the only form of source of income that you've known, and that gives you the sense of security? And if you are in that kind of income level, you are used to a certain kind of lifestyle. You're used to certain kind of things and you know um, luxuries, which you may not even see them as luxuries. How do you, you know, fight against that urge to go back, especially in your deepest, darkest moments? How did you not revert back and find another job? Because a lot of people do. And that's when they give up on their dreams because they think this is impossible for me. There's no other way for me. And they end up going back into the job and being miserable and for, for the remainder of their life. But you made that decision and it paid for you, but you stuck to it. And how was that? Yeah. So there... There were a lot of people around me telling me that maybe you should go and get a part-time job or, mm-hmm. or go do this. And, you know, I always kind of felt like, I mean, just, well, I could take that same amount of time and, and devote that time to what I'm, what I'm doing now. Like I just, mm-hmm. and the, the other thing too, is there was just this sense of integrity about it. Like I really felt like it's not, it's no longer knowing what I know now. I have this new awareness that it's no longer in integrity for me to work for money. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it really didn't make, even though like, yeah, you know, like I was, I was making some financial mistakes mm-hmm. and one of probably the biggest financial mistakes that I made was, you know, just the, the ignorance that I had going into this. Like I really didn't realize at the time, even though I was a trained hypnotist, I was, I, you know, I was just a baby. I was still brand new to manifesting. And so all of the, uh, you know, all of the things that I thought that I believed, you know, and internally Hmm. were not integrated yet, you know? And, and so that was, um, something that I really realized. I mean, it was more of a mistake that I made that I just kind of thought I just really just had this blind faith that it's just all going to work out. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really what, what really kept me going too, was just this, this blind faith. Like it wasn't even an option in my mind. Like it, it wasn't even something that I even like contemplated, like I couldn't even fathom that I would ever go back to work. It was just like 
this is going to work. Like I'm going, you know, but it was just, I had that breakdown and I kind of realized, yeah, I'm doing this to myself. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. The courage, its that is something I don't even know how to teach somebody to have mm-hmm. because it was just there. Like it was mm-hmm. like, like not in it for me, it just wasn't even an option. Like mm-hmm. I just didn't even, so I guess in, in, you know, like in the book, think and grow rich where the, you know, they literally talk about, um, you know, burning the, the bridges, the blows, you know, burning but the bridges. Bridge yeah. yeah. And, you know, and so burning those, those bridges, I mean, that was, I mean, it wasn't like literally burnt, but I had emotionally and mentally burnt those br- bridges. Yeah. So, you know, the other thing too, is uh, what you may not realize is when you uh, are a stockbroker and you get your series seven, uh, if you leave the industry for uh, longer, I think than one year or two years mm-hmm. um, at that point, you know what, those, those bridges are burned because mm. you have to actually go back and restudy and retake that exam. And it had been years since I'd taken that exam. Mm. So, you know, so, so that in a way, like I was kind of conscious along the way that, all right, that time is coming mm. where I could go back. I could go back now. And then there was a day where I would not, I would never be able mm. to go back unless I studied and, and took that test all over again. So it, it was really just not a question. I knew that I knew that I knew that I had made the right decision for myself. It was just a matter of getting it to click into my head that I deserve to be successful mm. without also having to, uh, to work so hard at it. And, you know, cause I mean, there, you know, there's definitely going to be hard work at first, but hard work with some kind of payoff as yes. well. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, it, um, I, the courage was, I guess, kind of built in from the very beginning of making that decision. I think when you make that decision, the courage comes with it. So I, ha- I had a similar experience, but I, I initially left my work for for maternity and I just never ended up returning for for various reasons one reason after another and I remember that when I came to the crossroads and I had to choose between going to work as a lawyer I would have to start from scratch I wouldn't have to take any more exams because I was still still qualified and I was still regulated by my by by but all of them all the authorities my the bar council as well as the law society yet I had no experience recent experience I would start from scratch as a new qualified lawyer actually worse than that because they would have some experience of the training contract so I even haven't got that experience of training contract so I will start even below them and and would have to work my way up plus simultaneously my my the factor was that I and I knew the kind of hours I would be doing crazy 8 70 80 hours with my kids so young they would never see the mother so that was my motivation that I had to make this work 
I was going to sink yeah. or swim over here that the other option was not an option. And I remember, um, same as my, same as yours, my family actively discouraged me. What the hell are you doing? What is all this online rubbish? What are you doing? You're a lawyer. <laughs> you're a lawyer in three jurisdictions. You can go to move to America. You're a barrister and you're an attorney there as well. I had all sorts coming up my, you know, I, I've lost my, you know, I've lost my <laughs> marble, so to speak. <laughs> and I just stuck to my gun and I said, look, I'm going to make it happen. No, no one's paying my bills. No one's supporting me. And they're like, we think of your two kids. I'm like, that's what I am thinking about, my two kids. So I think when you make a firm decision, then you, I think you need to have the gumption to stick by it. And when you when you do have that, you know, courage comes and your faith is rewarded. So this is for anybody who's listening. You have to make a firm decision first, burn those bridges first. And mm-hmm. make uh, make it either sink or swim, but I'm staying here. I'm not going back. That's when miracles show up and that's when things actually shift. If you give yourself an option to have a B or a C or a D, then you'll have to you know, go and do a, B, C, and D. If you only have an A as an option, you have to find a way to make it happen, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, absolutely. It, you know, we have such a similar story and um, it, it's really interesting too, because, you know, when I think about it, just from this standpoint, Mm -hmm. the other aspect of when I finally became successful at this was when there wasn't any other option to ever go back because Mm -hmm. there, there was that time period that was continually that clock was ticking and running out on my ability to even go back. Same, same Mm. as, as you, you know, I would have had to start all over again and like literally start building a whole, you know, I mean, my book of clients, you know, completely just, you know, just disintegrated because it, uh, you know, when, when you leave your book gets passed out to every, all the other brokers that are left behind, they just, they just take it. And it's a one big party. It's like, mm-hmm. ding dong, the witch is dead <laughs> here. Here's yours. Here's yours. You know, everybody gets to, you know, have a little piece of your book, um, which was kind of funny because when I did, um, that was the other, uh, false, premise that I left on. So I had 30 days to make a decision on whether I was going to leave. I knew sitting in that chair when he uh, gave me the ultimatum that I was going to leave, but I wanted to soak up as much time and revenue and Mm -hmm. everything else as I possibly could. So I had this, I had this idea in my head that I was going to uh, give my book over to a friend in the office and she was going to manage it. And, and I was still going to be able to make a little commission on the side. Mm. <laughs> and I mean, I spent that whole 30 days going around uh, client to client to client, introducing Shirley to all my clients. And um, so that everybody was in agreement that they were going to stay with Shirley. And, um, and then, so the day came when I told him that I left and I was like, Oh, by the way, Shirley is going to be handling my book. And she and I had a, an agreement on how much I was going to make. And the branch manager said, no, that's not the way it's going to work. I mean, I like literally had to walk away from all of that. And so <laughs> I thought at least I was going to have a little bit of a safety net going on for, you know, the next year or two while, Hmm. you know, I build my business. And even that on the day that I left, you know, they, they said, I mean, it was like, you can only imagine the lump in my 
<laughs> chest okay. and my heart and my stomach is like, oh, okay. Wow. This just got real, <laughs> but you know, it was still like, I still wasn't going to change my mind about that. You know, it just wasn't uh, going to be with any kind of safety net whatsoever. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, and you've achieved so much and you are such a fabulous uh, and amazing lady. And it's not just your achievements. It's, it's the the kind of person you've become. So you can be an inspiration to so many other entrepreneurs, not just female entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs in general. And I'm sure the men and women listening to this podcast will, will you know, have the will get the hope that they too can step out and be fully aware that when people like you and I step out of our comfort zone, which is our legal or, or, or financial advisors role as it was for you, you know, the, the world outside is not as, uh, as, as comfortable as it seems from our, you know, offices, but it's not as harsh either. You can make it happen, but you have to pretty much build a thick skin. This is what I felt that, you know, it has come through from your story as it is for mine, you just have to work through it. You are the sink or swim and you make failure as a non-option. You're going to find a way through it, above it, around it, or underneath it, but you're going to find the other end of the obstacle and you're going to be successful. There's no doubt about it. And then you have to understand that first before it actually shows up. So, all right, on that note, um, so let's wrap this up. And so what would be your parting comment to someone listening to you right now, Victoria, somebody who's, who's on similar path to you, who's a six-figure earner and is desperately wanting to let go of their career, which has you know, had a hold over them for the last 10, 20, 15, even 20, 30 years. What advice can you give to, give to them? You know, I would definitely say because of the fact that we're talking so much about this, this commitment that feels like the theme and it feels like the right place to leave somebody mm -hmm. on. And, you know, this, there's a quote and I'm trying to think of the name of the, uh, the person, but it's about, you know, until one is committed, um, you know, it, it's, it's a quote about commitment and it's, and it's all about that commitment causing things, miracles, magic, things to happen that wouldn't ordinarily have happened if you have not gotten committed. And so you have to trust yourself that whatever it is that you've decided on, you've got to make that firm decision. You can be whatever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do and you can have whatever you want to do. You just have to make a firm decision. It's your choice. And once you get committed to that, you know, the thing is, is that you're not going to necessarily see exactly how the whole path is going mm -hmm. to unfold for you. Um, you know, but you, you know what first step to take. And if you take that first step, and just see the vision, see where you're going, see, see the end goal as already fulfilled, as already done, you will get there. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of taking one step after another, listening to your intuition, which is always there guiding you, giving you the next step, telling you which way to go, but you've got to make a decision and you, and the longer you put it off, the harder it is. And so, you know, there's probably something, maybe you've, you know, if you've been in a career that you don't like for a long time, it's time. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to have what you want and to do what you want. And, and 
trust that all the resources are within your reach and within your control. Fantastic. So on that note, please, Victoria, tell us how can we connect with you? Where can we find you on the internet? Yeah. So uh, a couple of things. Uh, Number one, my favorite way for people to connect with me is through my HypnoCloud app. Um, So I have this amazing app um, that has all the resources that I should have been listening to back when I was first starting, starting out. And it, you know, it's, and it's really designed uh, for entrepreneurs to, uh, you know, develop that courage, develop that faith, develop that, um, the, the focus muscle, develop all the things that it's going to take for you to get the mindset that you need to have. So it, go and download my HypnoCloud app. It's um, free of charge. And, uh, you know, there's a monthly cost to upgrade uh, to some of the other set, many of the other sessions on there. And then my, my website, Victoria M Gallagher is basically where you find everything else, all things, um, my books, my courses, coaching, all of that. Fantastic. So if you're listening to us on the podcast in the show notes, we'll have all the links for Victoria. So do go and check it out. And I'll be downloading the app for sure, because I don't I want to check that out as well myself. And um, and, um, and if you're watching this on YouTube, then down below in the description section, you'll have the links for Victoria as well. Do go check her out. She's an amazing lady. And you've heard her story. She's overcome certain um, obstacles that I had to overcome as well, but we've come out the other end, both of us, and she is an amazing shining star and um, and can be an inspiration for all of us. Well, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest on Friday Future, Victoria. We have to have you back on my talkies and pick your brain about manifesting and about hypnosis all combined together. So please do come back and join us with us on uh, my talkies. I would love to. And thank you so much for having me as a guest on your show. You're an amazing interviewer, amazing person. And I really appreciate the time that you took to share me with your audience. Thank you so much, Victoria. And you've been an awesome guest. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to me and Victoria on Friday Feature. I will be back on on another Friday Feature segment with another amazing guest um, sharing their story of how they've changed their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Goa Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.